Welcome to Wealth Building Wednesdays, where we center black women and BIPOC-owned businesses, highlight opportunities and initiatives for underrepresented entrepreneurs, and center socially innovative enterprises, building generational prosperity, fostering real networking, and recycling black dollars. It's Wealth Building Wednesdays on KBLA Talk 1580. And I told you we had a special edition of Wealth Building Wednesday. Today, we're featuring uh, the man behind LA's premier soul food caterer and restaurateur, um, is a prime example of a business owner turning passion into profit. Uh, the owner and operator of three successful family-owned soul food restaurants in Los Angeles and Inglewood. He followed in his dad's footsteps, uh, the late, great Adolph Doolin, the king of soul food and the original owner of the critically acclaimed Aunt Kizzy's Back Porch Soul Food Restaurant back in Marina Del Rey back in the day. He oversees Doolin's on Crenshaw, Doolin's Catering, and provides a wealth of knowledge and opportunity. There's a lot more to it, too. Greg Doolin, good morning. Good morning. Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> yes. Well, this is Wealth Building Wednesday. It's okay. great to see you live in studio. And we really focus on businesses, uh, black businesses mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. But yours is a multi-generational black business. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know I was just talking to some, some customers the other day and, and giving them our history. And when I told them that we started in 1975, they just couldn't believe it. But, uh, wow. you know, our, I did not know that our dad, uh, you know, always had the, the bug to be an entrepreneur. That was that was all he talked about. And, you know, when he worked for L.A. County, uh, his dream was to, to leave and to open his own business. And he just he and he that was ingrained in us and, and especially me because I was the oldest child. Mm. Did you ever go through a period you were like, hell no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not taking on my dad's business. I'm going to go be a, you know, I don't know, cameraman or something. You know, when I went to Howard University, when I left Los Angeles to attend Howard University, I went with the intention of getting a business degree so that I could come home and work in the family business. This is all, this is what I've always wanted to do. Wow. It's what I've always wanted to do. And there's never a day, even on challenging days, where I feel like I'm going to work or, I'm, or I have a job. I've never felt like that. What do you feel like? I'm excited to face the challenges, to serve the customers, to create the, the catering uh, experience that I, that I do every day. I mean, it's just every day. Every day is different. And, you know, I'm just excited. I I wake up every morning excited to go to work. I guess for me, the hub is Doolin's on Crenshaw because that's where I go. You know, that's where I traditionally have gone and kind of where I be at the area. Right. Um, And you guys were gone for a while. Tell me about that journey. Yeah. Well, it was a it was a rough journey. So, uh, you know, a few years back. Uh, wow, a few years back, we were approached by uh, one of the deputies from the 8th Council District uh, about a facade improvement grant. And, you know, I said, well, you know, I'm thinking, how much can the grant be? And the grant was was slated to be for quite a bit of, um, amount of money. And so I decided that if I were going to improve the facade, I was going to improve the inside of the building as well because uh, the restaurant was built in the 50s Mm. the infrastructure was old the plumbing the bathrooms was out of code and compliance and i said i'm going to do something nice and um didn't make some some made some didn't make some 
good decisions. Some of the decisions I made were not great. Uh, some of the folks I selected to work with me were the wrong selections. And as a consequence of that, uh, my project uh, uh, went on longer than it should have. I'll just say it like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so uh, I was able to correct things. I got a new team in there and they came in, they pumped me up and said, Greg, you can do this. You can do this. <laughs> and I said, I don't think I could do this. Greg, you can do this. And they pumped me up and they, they, they massaged my shoulders and they got me back <laughs> in the game. And I said, you know what? We can do this. And now we have this beautiful, I mean, it's a beautiful restaurant. Uh, when, the, when the public comes in and sees what we have built, a, a beautiful restaurant that has the Doolin family history on display going back to our Hamburger City days when we opened in 1975 through on Kizzy's back porch, the Doolin Sofu Kitchens in Inglewood and on Century and Doolin's on, Manch on Crenshaw. And all that history is on display. And when they look at the fact that we, because of COVID, we changed the design and we added a second kitchen. And so the restaurant has two kitchens, one kitchen to service the public that comes in to dine and another kitchen to service my to-go customers, my takeout customers, my food truck and my catering business. Because during COVID, we had all these to-go, you know, all these delivery drivers. I mean, it was it was horrible. And so we you know, I thought about <laughs> it and we redesigned it. And so I think we, we've designed something that's very unique very in innovative and it should take us well into the future. Mm. So I've driven by, I haven't yet to go in. I will. Um, are you, are you back open? So we have been doing a lot of training and we're actually opening for food service this Saturday. Can I say that? Yes, will a lot, will a lot of people hear that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll, but we're still training because again, we're behind the schedule that we wanted. But we have a fabulous, uh, I mean, I have a, a dynamite new team who I've been training, uh, folks who live in the neighborhood, folks from all over the world, actually, which is uh, great. Now, let me just say, because of the new facility and the way it's been designed, I'm able to, to attract a talent pool that I was unable to, to attract in the past. So I have a great general manager who comes from the corporate environment, uh, Christian Farrell. I have uh, other folks that come from the corporate environment sprinkled in with some of my old employees and so we have a dynamic new team that is really going to be make it nice for everybody so saturday soft opening uh, so saturday no we're, we're going to be ready to go you're ready to go i okay, hope so i don't regret these opening. words but, but our hours <laughs> are going to be limited so okay. we're, pro we're probably not going to open until like one o'clock and we'll go to about you know five or six or something like that so um and then on sunday we'll be open but we're just serving and selling our holiday sides you know for 25 years i had a special called you do the bird and we'll do the rest and that was something that we've always done over the years where we help to prepare the holiday side dishes for our customers their greens their yams their mac and cheese the stuff that takes a long time to cook and folks don't actually you know often don't want to cook sometimes they don't know how to cook i was it. about to say <laughs> we cook it every day y'all we cook it every day, and so, you know, it's, it's second nature to us. So on Sunday, uh, we'll be open, but we'll just be selling our holiday side dishes for folks to, to come and pick up to take home for their Christmas dinner. Okay. And so then uh, the full the full Doolin's, um, you know, hours will be in effect after the holiday? Yeah. So uh, after Christmas, we're going to open 
uh, and again, limited hours because we're training, because we want to make sure we provide excellent customer service. And a lot of the folks that I've hired have never worked in a restaurant business before. Wow, okay. And so I'm really taking folks from the neighborhood and really uh, training them. Uh, s- several of them, this is their first job. Um, nice. And so, and they live literally blocks, two blocks, one block away. And uh, and so we're, we're, we're trying to make sure that we have a well-trained team uh, because when folks come in, I want to make sure that the re- reviews we get are positive uh, and not negative. And, and to do that, we have to make sure that everybody's trained really well. So it sounds like you've taken this uh, opportunity and or misfortune of, of, you know, whatever happens. We all know the contractor drama is a thing, right? And turned it into a total um, opportunity to retrain, reconfigure re, um, your entire business. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, you know, so we have the food truck, Doolinville food truck, which is very popular, but I should say. And then we've got, oh, we built a beautiful community space. Oh, and we have a, we have a liquor license. What? So yeah, so bury the lead. Yeah, so <laughs> we have a we have a beer and wine license, and we we got the beer and wine license because we built these two beautiful patios. We have a patio that that expands across the front of the restaurant, and so as the train is going by, you're sitting there, you can watch the train while you dine, and the folks on the train can look over and see us dining <laughs> in the restaurant. But we reimagined our community space in the back of the restaurant, and it's just going to be you know. It's a great place for for folks in the neighborhood to hold significant occasions and events, which we don't have a lot of spaces like. Right, that. like a baby shower, or anything baby shower, like repass, uh, graduations, uh, you know. And so, I'm sure someone out th- out there is thinking, "Okay, Greg, you have all that. Where are we going to park?" Yeah, I have a parking lot. What? I bought a building down the street. We're going to tear. I bought two buildings down the street. We're going to tear down one of the buildings, and we're going to have parking. And so right now, uh, in uh, prior to me actually building the actual lot, we are we have uh, contracted with a valet parking service, and so we'll have valet parking initially. Uh, until we build the actual parking lot next year. So I tried to think of everything. Okay, look, I, I want to, when we come forward, I mean, continue this conversation a little bit because I want to hear about, uh, you know, the Doolinville and, and the expansion, some of the other, um, some of the other, you know, pieces of uh, your Doolin business empire. Uh, and and also, you know, this, this part about job creation and, um Expansion. It sounds like what you have gone through would have taken out many a business. We'll look at that when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. The conversation continues right now now, now, with Dominique DePrima on First Things First. First. You know, Wealth Building Wednesday, one of the things we like to do is we spotlight um, black-owned businesses, BIPOC, small businesses, Socially innovative, meaning they have a mission besides just profit uh, of doing good in the community. Those are the things we look for. And Doolin's has been a staple in the community or staples. I mean, you have more than one location uh, for many years. I actually remember going to Aunt Kizzy's um, and I I met your your dad was one of the first people I met when I came to L.A. when Mm. I knew no one. Oh, yeah. He was always very kind. But anyway, um, it sounds what you're describing, you know, contractor disaster, delays, um, COVID, 
it sounds like it would have taken a lot of businesses under. How did you how did you have the tenacity to stay? And I hope this will inspire some other folks who may be struggling with their business. Oh, boy. Um, COVID should have taken us out. I mean, just alone. And, uh, you know, we just, I had to just dig in and just pivot and, and change. And then there's something, there's something that I go to when things really get tough. And I'll just tell you a quick story really, really fast. But we, we had Hamburger City uh, on Martin Luther King and Hillcrest. And one day, uh, an angry customer threw a trash can through the window. I know that sounds crazy. And the glass was everywhere, and we had to shut the business down. And then my dad, who wasn't there at the time, came to the restaurant. He started sweeping up the glass. He called a glass company. They replaced the glass, and within four hours, we were reopened. And I looked at him, and he, said, and, he, and he looked at me, and he said, Son, the business must go on. The business must go on. And, I, and that example of that just guts and, and, and determination has never left me. And so when things get tough for me, I think about my dad uh, dealing with the situation because in those days, the neighborhood was really rough with the crack academic epidemic and, and the gangs and everything like that but his business was right there in the midst of that our business hamburger city was right there in the midst of that and we thrived and it was difficult but me going through those those tough times and seeing what it took to succeed and to continue as a business person has never left me and i think that's something what i draw upon every day mm. So um, this, I guess I'll put this in the socially innovative category, which is that you've trained a bunch of folks who never worked in restaurants before trying to make what they call local hires, right? Folks right, within right. walking distance. Um, is what, what is the reasoning behind that? Well, you know, um, we just don't, ha we, we don't have a lot of economic engines in our neighborhood. Um, engines, economic engines that are a draw to people outside our neighborhood. Uh, we don't have a lot of options. We need more options for people in the local neighborhood to work. And one of the things I noticed when I was interviewing folks is that their resumes showed that they, they currently worked in in Long Beach or in Culver City in downtown L.A. And they lived two blocks away. Mm. They lived two blocks away. And so, you know, that was one of the things they cited as the reason for taking the interview in the first place because you're close to where I live. And so I think it's important for us to have uh, a strong business base because, as you know, small business uh, is the major employer in America. I don't know if everybody knows that. Small business is a major employer in America. And the restaurant industry in California is the largest uh, 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 contributor to sales tax in the state of California. And the restaurant industry is an industry of first opportunities and second chances. And so the restaurant industry and restaurants are a key component in local communities. And that's the way I, that's the way I see things. And you seem, I mean, I'm just basing this on observation, but you seem like a person who is definitely dedicated to recycling black dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So... Um, my, my contractor is an African-American guy named Victor Nelson. He's built hundreds of restaurants. He's just brilliant. Uh, Ardina Brooks. Uh, when you come to the restaurant, you're going to see uh, restored historical photos. And Ardina uh, 
did all the restorations. And she's right mm. here local. Mm-hmm. And she made my parents and my grandparents look beautiful. And then I had the framing done by Ninth Wave uh, Framing, which is on 54th and Crenshaw. And they took Ardina's pictures and then they framed them. And I got these beautiful, restored, framed pictures of my, my grandparents and my family. Uh, and then Ed, who lives in Watts, uh, refurbished all my chairs. Um, and and uh, and I can go on and on. And, you know, it's, it's important. And I believe it's my responsibility to uh, reach out like that and to include as many people... Uh, in this major, and it is a major project. Lord knows it cost me a lot of money. <laughs> no, I'm glad you didn't sell and go to Hawaii and, you know, decide to get out of the business. Okay, you know, I'm uh, trying to squeeze a bunch of stuff in here. The truck, um, where can we find it? Um, and why is it Doolinville? Doolinville, Doolinville. So some people may or may not know that I went into partnership with uh, Kim Prince uh, from the uh, the Prince's Hot Chicken family out of Nashville, Tennessee. And we opened a restaurant called Hotville Chicken, which we operated in, at the Bowen Hills Crenshaw Mall for three years. Sadly, uh, because of uh, situations at the mall and, and foot traffic, we had to close the restaurant a year ago, uh, last December. But out of that uh, collaboration grew a food truck. And the concept behind the Doolinville food truck is that it's a food truck that can offer Doolin soul food or Hotville chicken. And we've, our, our thought was that we could, the truck would be busier because we might do a soul food event over here and a Nashville hot chicken event over here. And we just decided to call it Doolinville, which is Doolin soul food and Hotville chicken, a collaboration uh, uh, two two great brands on one amazing truck. That's our tagline. Okay. So just look for it at the events and festivals and things. Yeah, we we do private events primarily. We don't mm, we don't okay. do we don't do street vending. So uh, typically someone's going to call us and we'll take the truck and do private events. And I'm proud to say that our biggest client was the Super Bowl. The, the NFL Players Association hired our truck for a week during the Super Bowl, and they actually rewrapped the truck in their logo. And uh, not only was that one of the best events that we've ever done but it was one it was the highest paid event that we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, I bet. What about the menu? Is Doolin's going to be the same? Do we have new stuff or our old favorites? We're sticking with the old favorites with a little with a little little new stuff. And so, uh because we have the second kitchen, we call it our online kitchen. We're able to do different things. And so, uh as an example, in our online kitchen, the hours probably will be a little different. Uh, the online kitchen may stay open till, let's say, 11 o'clock, whereas our main kitchen, which services our retail or our in-dining customers, might close at 8 or 9 o'clock. Our online kitchen might open at 7 o'clock in the morning for breakfast, where our main kitchen will open at 11 for our dining. Uh, we may, uh, we're looking at doing, you know, obviously a chicken sandwich, different salads and things like that, but we are sticking with our staple Fried chicken, smothered chicken, and uh, collard greens. And, you know, the, the same things that people have grown. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. I love your meatloaf. I eat the meatloaf every day. That's that's what I eat. <laughs> I love your meatloaf, yeah. I, I'm a meatloaf person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, and, and, and I want the public to know that we've, we've 
moved away from the styrofoam. We've got the nice, oh, nice. nice plates. I do love that. We've got the 32-ounce these big giant mason jars. So when you get your iced tea and your lemonade, you know, <laughs> you know, you got this big lemon. And, and, and with the um, beer and wine license, I guess that means brunches, right? Brunches on the way. Brunches on the way. Doolin's brunch is coming back. Okay. All right. Coming back. Can't wait. So we've listened to the community. These are things that the community has said they want. They want a sit down restaurant. They want, they want real plates. They want, they want alcoholic beverages. And all this ties in and, and partners with the Destination Crenshaw Project oh, and the, the Vision Theater. And we're looking at all of that. And so we have an eye towards the future. And uh, it's the online you're talking about, like if we're ordering through, a, you know, DoorDash or Uber Eats or that kind of thing, right? Yes. For those expanded hours. Right. And so I have an actual takeout window. Ah, okay. On the side, on the south side of the building. Okay, so it's not just ordering through an app. We can go up to. You the don't even have to come window. in the restaurant. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. And I it's see. and it's cashless. Okay. So you can order. Uh, your driver no longer has to come into the restaurant and wait in line. They literally, we're literally, we literally will have a parking designated area. You drive up. And if you're in the car and you got three small children, we'll bring it out to your car. So we've tried to think of everything to to give a, a good quality service based on the feedback that I've received over my 32 years uh, on Crenshaw. And those for those who have never been, it is on Crenshaw. What's the address? 4859 Crenshaw 4859. Of course, you can still go to Doolin's and Inglewood. and Manchester can, and La Brea. Yeah. Century and Western. Yes, indeed. Well, Greg Doolin, congratulations to you. Thank you. I'm, welcome back, welcome back, I'm, welcome I'm back. I'm so excited. So Saturday uh, will be open from 1 to about 6. And again, we're training, so don't be hard on us, you know, if, if, you know be whatever. Sweet. Be sweet. Yeah, be, be sweet. Be holiday style. Holiday. And then now we don't have to make our greens because Sunday we can pick up those side orders. Sunday, <laughs> call it. Hey, place your order starting today. Uh, we're doing the greens, the yams, the mac. String beans, dressing, some other couple other things. You do the bird, and we'll do the rest. Greg Dolan, great to see you. Thank you so much. Thank you.